The golden rule says you should treat others the way you want to be treated. But an unfortunate truth is that idea doesn't account for the driving power of wanting to prove someone wrong or get even. Media moguls Vince McMahon and Ted Turner turned the 90s cable airwaves into an open war zone of professional wrestling with millions of fans. The global superpowers of the 20th century even threw down to be the first to send a man to the moon just as a flex. There are stories where people crash and burn in perceived mutual hatred, too. Like naturalist Charles Waterton humiliating himself trying to bring down American birding icon James Audubon. But that's the beauty of beef. It's funny, it's dark, it's humanity in a nutshell. And it's a triple gold signal award-winning show from Next Chapter Podcasts. I'm Bridget Todd. Join me as I serve up the juiciest rivalries you've never heard of. Listen to Beef wherever you get your podcasts. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. So how many of the 10 films nominated for Best Picture at the Oscars have you seen? Okay, let's look. One, two, three, four, five, six. Six of 10. Oh, that's pretty good. I've seen Avatar The Way of Water. I've seen The Banshees of Inishirin. I've seen Elvis. I've seen Everything Everywhere All at Once. I've seen Tar, and I've begrudgingly seen Top Gun Maverick. Hashtag where's Shelly? <laughs> You've not seen Triangle of Sadness? I, not yet, but I desperately want to because I feel like it's a movie that was made for me. I, I think it might be. It was. It's definitely my. I've seen almost all of them. I have. It, it's my favorite of the ten. I have not seen All Quiet on the Western Front, and I have not seen Elvis yet. I feel like Elvis is something I have to see, not it's, something no, I you want don't. to see. Okay, this is the thing though: is that like it's so long, and like it's seventeen movies in one. Like they don't know. I could do the whole 15 minutes on just this, but like the beginning is like, it's like, is it about his manager? Is it about him? Is it about like, there's a lot in the beginning where it's like, he's getting like, he 
a lot of the beginning of it talks about like segregation and like basically mm-hmm. like this is black music that a white person then shows to a white audience and it makes them go crazy. Mm-hmm. And like, there's a story there. And then there's like him as a famous, as Elvis, as like, right. here's my story of my life. Then there's a whole part of like Tom Hanks in a fat suit in a, with a weird accent. That's also Tom Hanks's voice narrating the whole thing for no reason. And then it being about his gambling weirdly sometimes and sometimes not like it wanted to be like so many different movies. And like any one of those movies would be a great movie, mm-hmm. but they tried Does- to make it, all of those movies and at it just be one movie. And I didn't like that. Does Austin Butler ever show his dick in the five hours? No negative. Okay. Then I'm going to, however, I think he did great. Like if he wins the Oscar, I won't be like upset. Like I would think, well, he deserves like it. it I'm sort of did, golf clapping a good for you for him. He did right great. Now, like he honest. did. He did great, great acting in it. I would love for Colin Farrell to win for the Banshees of Inisherin. I thought that movie was wonderful. Loved I thought it. he was wonderful. Will not lie, I needed uh, subtitles for it because it was so Irish. Are you could, fucking kidding me? I couldn't Are you understand. fucking kidding me? My mother is also Irish, and I feel like I need subtitles for her most yeah. of the time. And she was born in Brooklyn, which maybe is the reason I need the subtitles. Um, I love that movie. You know, he's in my like top three. Colin Farrell. Colin is. Yeah. He should be. Physically. Yeah, he was yeah. great. Everyone, there's not like a weak link in that movie. It was so different. It, it was, was great. great. I loved everything everywhere all at once. I'm sure that it's going to win everything good for it. The Fablemans, you know, didn't knock me down, but I thought it was wonderful. Avatar 2 was- Exactly what was, we thought it would be. It was Avatar 1, yeah. but somehow with Sigourney Weaver as a teenager, which I thought yeah. was unnecessary. Loved it still. <laughs> it was yeah. It was, it was exactly, people were like, was it good? I was like, it was exactly what you thought it was going to be. Like, it was good. It was obviously like physical, like visually mind-blowing. Um, mm-hmm. I, hated, I hated the frame rate. I wish they would just stop doing that. <laughs> I hated the frame rate. Why do they do this? It's like, I, I know. It, it's at the beginning, it started looking like a bad video game. You know what I mean? I was like, oh, this looks so bad. And it's because it's like, there's, it's so crisp and clear. And they're like, I don't want, like, I know what a blur is. Like, I don't need everything to be in like high definition. Like, if it's something is right. like blurry, it's because it's going so fast. Like, my mind knows that. And so a lot of it, I was like, oh, I started like laughing at it because it looked so cheesy, even though it was, <laughs> I like, did as well. A couple right? of times. And then, but at the yeah. end, it looked great. It, lo- it stopped being that way. And I was like, is this because my mind has now decided like that it's OK? It is. I, I had to adjust my eyes after. But that took an hour. It. That yeah. took an hour of, of adjusting. Like the first hour, like all the action sequences, I was like laughing at them, which were like good. Like they were good sequences. And, but I was like, this looks stupid. <laughs> I wish they would just just stay at 32. We don't need. I don't um, need yeah. Continue. I watched women talking and I will tell you, it is literally never before has the title of a film told you literally everything you need to know about it. It is just two hours of women talking in circles. I wanted to like this, but they don't stop talking, not even for a bathroom break. I don't but, know. I don't know what it's doing in the top 10. I, it's not like a horrible movie, but. It's a little bit of a how dare you take up that slot. It's oh, really? Too many people are raving. I just didn't, you know, I'm a feminist. I love women. I love to talk. I love to hear women talking. Just not this group of women for all that time. And Tar. Is ooh, my pornography man. is what it is. Listen, I, but this is the thing about Tar. It was, I like, I like that it's called Tar because it's, it is slow. It's yes. like you are pouring Tar. I, I treated it like a Netflix series and it took me eight times to watch it. I always stopped and picked up at the exact moment and loved it, fell in love with Lydia Tarr and was legitimately sad after the eighth day when I didn't have another installment of Tarr 
to go back to. It was truly a movie that started, it was good throughout, but it started getting really good 20 minutes before the end. And I was desperate for more. I need to know how that story ends and I'm pissed, but it was good. It was really good. I like whenever it's like slow. I mean, that's like my kind of movie. Like it's slow and it's building and every single scene is like a big, huge piece of character development for the person. And then it pays Mm -hmm. off at the end. And like other people are like, oh my God, I watched such a long movie. for. And I was like, but that is the point of it is that you're like, like by the time you get to the part that's really intense, you're like craving it so badly that it pays off so well. Mm -hmm. I love that. Uh, I'm going to skip the, have you seen the whale? No. I'm going to skip it. Because it's one of these things where I feel like a hypocrite watching it. Like, why are we yelling at Gwyneth Paltrow about Shallow Hal, but we're throwing flowers at Brendan Fraser for the past six months? It's a goddamn fat suit. How is it not the same issue? I also feel like so many people are upset about it, and yet they still nominated it. Like, when the movie was coming out, people were like, what the fuck is this? And then they were just like, oh, Oscar nomination. Mm-hmm. Wait, did you watch the SAG Awards at all? I did bits and pieces, yeah. The fact that Mark Wahlberg is the person I can't. that comes out didn't at the he... end. He didn't say any of the na- movie's names right. She had no idea who anyone was. He didn't know what any of the names of any of the things were. He was also arrested for beating up an Asian yeah. American like um, 15 or 20 years yeah. ago. How the fuck would they give him the opportunity to hand this award to a groundbreaking film that is made by and starring so many Asian people? No, that's what I'm saying to you. What that is, Mike? That's like and, Mike Pence giving the award to Brokeback Mountain. Yeah, it's just what the f- who, what were they thinking? And he didn't even know what the movies were. Like Google it. Like you know what I mean? Like no, be in the world for two seconds and just like know what the mo- name of the movies were. He like all the names were wrong. Did he grab his dick at all when he was? I don't even know. Names? I like can't. I, the fact that they waltzed him out at the end of that thing. I'm like, you couldn't think of a better person. Have Fran do it. Um, why don't you tell us about our esteemed guest today? All right. So this is a big get. We have the president of the Real Housewives Institute. We have the writer of the Vulture articles that you've been sending to your friends and laughing about for what? Probably like a decade now. (laughs) The author of The Housewives, colon, the real story behind The Real Housewives. We have Dame Brian Moylan with us. Like, this is, like, we should just touch the hem of her dress. Like, this is, like, (laughs) this is a big get. I'm sorry. I'm so excited. Hi, Brian. Thank you for being here. Hi, guys. I'm happy to be with you all the way from London. This podcast is international, officially, in episode three. Thank you for being here, Brian. It's my pleasure. So we, um, the minute I texted you and was like, would you please do an episode of this podcast? And like, here are the people that we might be doing. You immediately texted back and said, I'm obsessed with George Santos. And so here we are today. We're going to fix George Santos. Let's run through why he is in need of fixing. Let's go over the facts first with George Santos, which is a fun word to use in any sentence with the words George (laughs) Santos. Here's what we know for sure about George DeVolder Santos. He is a congressman. He is the Republican from New York's third congressional district. Now, this district, by the way, is the wealthiest in New York state and is the fourth wealthiest in the United States. Fun fact. So these are not, 
these are not uneducated pushovers who put George Santos in office. These are people of means. These are college educated people in a metropolitan area that thought this is the guy. And they elected him by a margin of uh, 54 to 42. The district covers part of Long Island, Nassau County, and a little bit of northeastern Queens. So there's a little bit of New York City in there, but it's mostly Long Island. And as I said, 54% of the electorate had voted him into office. He was, get ready for it, because he's already a pageant, because he became the first openly gay, non-incumbent Republican elected to Congress. I believe he also won swimsuit that year. So 54% (laughs) vote him in, and now 78% of his electorate say that he should resign. 80%? Almost 80. Almost a Siena poll. Recent Siena poll said 78% of the people in his district want him to resign. A, that's insane. And B, are Mm -hmm. we even sure that we can include openly gay under the facts because i mean he has been married to a woman we're gonna I get mean, there we're gonna get there okay maybe he's lying about being gay i don't know i don't know stranger things have happened maybe we should be right he, he's the first occasionally gay non-incumbent <laughs> to congress all right so what are some of the things that he said so i you know at count and chris and i went back and forth a little bit before but i'm counting 15 lies here i'm sort of in the interest of time i'm trying to be selective but they're all pretty like i don't know they all seem like things you shouldn't lie about the first is there's a a school in the bronx called horace man it's a, a high school he claimed he went to school there they have no record of him attending he also claimed that he graduated from baruch college in new york in 2010, which, by the way, would have been only two years after he was supposed to graduate from high school. Um, And then he also, there were other websites and other Republican committees that claimed that he went to NYU, uh, but he later told the New York Post that he did not actually graduate from any institution of higher learning. Should that be a big deal? Should we care about anyone lying about their education? I mean, is that like a is is that minor in the grand scheme of things? Sure, but also it's like such an easily Googleable thing to like like you know, it's such an easy thing to prove wrong. So it's like if you're lying about that, what else are you lying about? Mm-hmm. If you're at a party and you're like, Oh, I went to Harvard, like who cares? You know, it's like all you lied to is the yeah. people there. But I mean, when you're running for office, like all of these facts are more important than they would be otherwise, because I would much rather vote for somebody who went to four year institution as opposed to a DeVry graduate, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, and like I've been doing some research on some upcoming guests and like in a lot of cases of these people that are kind of like inventing their past, it's it starts out with like a white lie or kind of just like they don't correct anyone. And then that like snowballs into like another whole identity of a human being. And it's so funny because this is like exactly that as well, I feel. Continue though, Dom. So he had also, you know, first we lied about the education. Then he also lied about his employment. He had claimed that he worked for both Goldman Sachs and Citigroup, but neither company apparently have any record of his ever being employed there. And his on his resume, apparently he was pretty specific about what years he worked at each company as well. So right off the bat, you know that this is someone who just doesn't 
either doesn't believe that anyone's going to catch him or just doesn't care that anyone's going to catch him. So a point for equal parts chutzpah and stupidity, I suppose. Like, this is a lot. It's already a lot, and he hasn't even tried to run for office yet. He's already lying his way through it. Yeah, I mean, it's very like, yeah, I went to NYU. It's exactly what you say, Brian. It's like at a party, like someone says this and then someone's like, oh, my God, my friend George that went to NYU wants to do this. We should connect. And then you're like, oh, and then he kind of like can't not be like, yeah, I went to NYU once he meets this other person (laughs) that's like wants to give him a job. Like, I feel like it's very that. Uh, I love that he, you know, okay, of course you lied about where you went to school, where you worked, how much money you have, whatever. That shit we all lie about. I mean, how many eight inchers are there on grinder that are like four inchers when you show up at the house. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> that's like, you know, the way the world works. I'm dead. I'm dead. What I'm obsessed with is, is like the dumb shit he lied about. Like, Oh, I had this dog charity. And then he was like, I can't. He was like having people rescue the dogs from this dog charity, but he was really going and like stealing the dogs from Amish people and then never paid for the dogs. Like it's shit like that. That's fucking crazy. It's like when you're lying about dumb shit then I'm like, okay, I'm obsessed with you. So he disclosed all this money that they basically he had like was like managing hedge funds for people. And like he was claiming that he had done a million dollars worth of business in six months for this for this um, investment company. And they were like he was a freelancer that sold like sponsorships for like and he probably made like two thousand dollars. Like it's like he acts like he's this like wealth manager. And it's like they were like he was like doing guerrilla marketing and like giving out like cards on the street. Yeah, his thing is like anytime he's in close proximity with someone, he pretends he just does what that person does. Like if he had passed Rihanna on the street once, he would have said that he wrote and performed the song Umbrella at the MTV Awards. I'm just waiting to find out that George Santos was involved in the Jen Shaw telemarketing ring. Like I feel like maybe yep. that was oh. his actual job <laughs> was that he was doing lead generation for jen shaw (laughs) well that's what's funny because then he even started working like after he left that like commission-based sales thing that he was doing he then worked for this investment firm that was like he boasted that he managed a 1.5 billion dollar fund and then literally the company was like taken down by the sec and is being investigated as a ponzi scheme (laughs) and then (laughs) so literally he was like i have a billion dollars that i'm managing and then meanwhile they like literally shut the place down because it's a literal pyramid scheme millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from noom like evan who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds salads generally for most people are the easy button right For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. 
If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Can I tell you, that from the be- once everything started leaking out about him lying, I read this, I read a book from, uh, I read a book a couple of years ago from Maureen Orth called Vulgar Favors. It is about uh, Andrew Cunanan, the serial killer who killed Johnny Versace. And if you read this book, it is, it is, is so thoroughly researched down to his single digit childhood where she's able to talk to people who reference him lying as a child. Like it's just this whole fantastical world that Andrew Cunanan was living up until he became a murderer and ultimately killed himself. But Every time another story comes out about George Santos, it absolutely reminds me about the book and about Andrew Cunanan because it's sort of the cavalier way he dismisses being caught in all of these lies is the same thing that Andrew Cunanan did. What I guess I'm saying is, is George Santos capable of murder? All signs point to yes. So we need to keep an eye (laughs) on this bitch for the foreseeable because it's going to happen. Aren't they after him in Brazil for like writing bad checks and you know, it doesn't he have some criminal enterprise up in there? He has basically he started a business then where he basically went and was like buying boats and planes for rich people. Again, like he bought one person like a fishing boat and was like, I'm like a verbo, but for boats and and you know planes for like the ultimate wealthy and so he basically has been running allegedly he's been running all of this like money through that business when you're running for congress you have to basically show like where all your money is coming from for your campaign and there would be like names on his campaign like on his donation list and like the people either did not exist or like his cousin that he hadn't spoken to like allegedly donated like almost six thousand dollars and his cousin was like i never donated a dollar to this so he's like there's like money fraud shit happening that's now being investigated with him for like and those are serious yeah Yeah, i mean he he could legitimately lose his job if he's lying about where his campaign funds came from so i mean we can laugh about all of this uh you know all of this other stuff that we're talking about mostly because it is fucking hilarious but he could genuinely lose his job because in the midst of all these very silly lies he actually lied about how he was able to afford to even run for congress and so the ethics committee is investigating him and he might that's what got um fellow gay liar congressman aaron shock was using campaign funds (laughs) to redecorate his office so it looked like downton abbey so, I mean, in the great tradition of gays in the Capitol, we have George Santos. I but I also love this. My favorite was um, for his campaign finance report, like if if it's under like $200, you don't have to have a receipt for it and it could just be like anonymous. And so like everything was like $199.99. It's like, that's how I do expenses on my tax return. It's like, Oh, yeah, this Uber was <laughs> definitely to a work meeting at 3 a.m. Yeah. with a boy who I picked up at the gay bar. Like, definitely work-related. Yeah. <laughs> I think that the queer community should replace the phrase chosen family with just fellow gay liars moving yeah. forward. <laughs> 
fellow gay liar, Aaron Jacques. I won't forget that. Um, <laughs> some so those are those are serious. You know, like th- these are serious charges. And just like Brian said, someone else has lost their job recently because of this in Congress. Uh, but then there are other. You know, these could seem as silly lies. I think that the gravity of what he's lying about or the events he's lying about in these cases makes them a little more egregious. Uh, He tweeted at one point that the 9-11 attacks claimed his mother's life, um, which, of course, it's like it just turned out that that was not true at all. At one point, he had said four of his employees had died in the Pulse nightclub shooting. There's zero evidence that any of that is true. Um, you know, at one point, he actually did say that his mother was in the South Tower on 9-11. She was time zones and thousands of miles away. Yeah, she was literally not even in the country, let alone not even in not even in New York. She was literally in Brazil. And there's like documentation that she had stated, like, (laughs) I have not been in New York since 1999. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, it's like in paperwork that she wasn't there. Um, He also, I think the other thing too, is that he ran this dog charity. You were talking about this, Brian. He ran this dog charity that like never did anything. And there's literally no record of it existing through like the IRS, like the government. No, no one has any documentation that this dog charity existed, but he would just like do a, he did a GoFundMe for this dog that this guy, like he got connected to this guy who needed a dog like surgery for $3,000 and he did a GoFundMe to raise money for it. And then of course like skipped town and the guy never saw any of the money. He was just very, he's very like Bernie Madoff in the sense of like, he's like robbing Peter to pay Paul, but then Paul is really him. Like he's like not even, <laughs> he's like mm-hmm. constantly making these scandals, but then he's like not even paying out the people. He just is like, Oh, I'm out of here. Like, and like leaving all these people in his wake and then being like, I'm going to run for Congress. And like, I'm have a spotless, like I have a spotless reputation. I mean, the the balls to yeah. do like this is not I, no not respect. To, respect. I mean, I, it, it, it must be paid just that you even woke up and you were like, let's see how far I can push my bullshit. And he took he's literally a member of Congress. This is not a PTA board. This is not like a, a state Congress or state. This this is he is a United States Congress person who was not vetted at all by the Republican Party in his district. Like, it's insane. What's crazy to me is that he um, got this far with nobody knowing, like you said, in that, like, if you're going to be on Real Housewives, they do a background check for you. And, like, the fans, (laughs) like, as soon as you're announced as a cast member, the fans are like, oh, she once cursed out a community theater director. Here's the video. You know what I mean? Like, how did nobody figure out that George Santos was doing all these, like, crimes? No. But that's the thing is that, like, a simple Google. Like, do you know what I mean? It's like, that's the thing in so many places where I'm like, if you would have Googled this once, like – immediately this stuff is even things that I've done myself where I'm like, Oh, I get into bed with this person or I get into that, you know, not really get into bed, but like, I'm like, Oh, this person that's like, Oh, this is this person's friend that I'm getting connected with simple Google search. It's like, doesn't play, pay their employees, <laughs> skipped out on their bills, blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? It's like a simple Google search will tell you everything you need to know, let alone these people on the internet that are going to like dive into everyone's like business. You know, it's also a little bit though, like, you know, with all the criminals that have been on housewives recently, like Jen Shaw, 
and Erica Jane's husband and Teresa GDJ and whatever, people are always like, why would people who are committing these crimes go on these shows and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And it's like the same thing with George Santos, like you said about his boss, like, how are you going to run for Congress knowing all of this is a lie? And, but also like, I think it speaks to the fact that when you don't get caught long enough, eventually you're like, fuck it. I'm just going for it. And girl, he got there. Yeah, like he it doesn't matter. accomplished his dream. Don't want to alienate anyone listening, but we, we, we a president got elected that way. And is he, yeah. he's running again. It's the same. It's this same school of thought. You know, Roy Cohn taught Donald Trump how to do that. And Donald Trump has taught Matt Gates and Marjorie Taylor Greene and now George Santos. So it's funny that we're here sort of pitching what's your next move going to be, because we should mention he's already picked his next move. He's just going in very much like Trump, he's just going to keep stay, saying, "In he, he's not hiding away at all. He's hiding his personal life away, but as far as his public face, he's going to keep saying the most ridiculous, incendiary shit to people just to stay in the news cycle." And I know, despite the seventy-eight percent of the electorate that want him gone, under no circumstances do I think it's a lock that he's getting voted out the next time he runs because it's not it's it's not a lot he could come up with some bullshit and the people of my beloved nassau county which is where i was born and <laughs> raised not in district three we were directly below it on the south shore but th they could vote him back in again well I mean, I have my pitch, but I want to get through a few more things, but it really, that really lends itself to my pitch a lot. What I want to say, okay, other things that he did, he, so in Brazil, he stole someone, when he was 19, he stole a person's checkbook and was writing $700 worth of bad checks. That has now resurfaced and like the Brazilian authorities are like looking into him and like wanting to arrest him for that. He claimed that his grandparents survived the Holocaust. Um, and that his family's names were changed because they were like fleeing like like genocide. And basically, in this article that I got from the new um the New York magazine, the title is The Talented Mr. Santos, which I think is the most <laughs> oh, thing I love that. <laughs> I love that because that's him though. Just like Andrew Cunard, they're all they're this all the same type. He's, you know, basically everything that they say is like he said this, and then the end of the sentence of every paragraph is like, there was no record or like any evidence to prove this <laughs> and so he there's no like there's no evidence that he's jewish and then the thing that i love is that he was like i didn't say i was jewish i said i was jew ish Ish. and yes. i'm like you're a monster oh but this God. is like where it gets fun because it's like i love whenever people are like i didn't say like you're like you think I said that? You're so stupid. I was saying this. You know what I mean? And it's just like so obvious that you're lying and you're caught, but you like can't like instead of being like, oh no, you're right. I like realize that I'm not. He instead is like, oh my God, you guys are so stupid. <laughs> it's just so <laughs> funny whenever it's like you put it on the other person that's like they're mean. You know what I mean? It's like this is his girlfriend in Canada is um him being jewish like oh no that's yes. not uh -huh. yes. how would you yeah oh great that oh that was my favorite that was so good well he is supposedly married to a man even though there are actual records that show he was divorced from a woman four years ago right four years yeah four years ago 2019 yeah yeah um but right that he does he have a husband i don't he got divorced so he could get married it seems like 
are there photos of this man? Like, does this person exist? Do we have any idea who this person is or no? I feel like they're not real, right? Uh, oh, honey, we don't even know who George Santos is, really. So <laughs> we're not. How, do we, how are we going to find his, his bride or whoever she is? <laughs> but I also have a feeling that when he finally is, he's going to do like a husband reveal. You know what I mean? He's going to show up at a press conference. And it's going to be like Sean Mendez. And he's going to be like, this is my husband, Sean <laughs> Mendez. <laughs> oh my God. And, and Sean Mendez is going to be like, hello like he's gonna be like i was yeah. paid to perform here right. like yeah. like where's the yeah. stage like what's happening like you well i have no idea that that's what just happened i'm not yeah. gay i'm just canadian who are you sir okay so he also they uh, obviously the mo- the gayest part of this whole thing is that in all these drag queens from brazil like have just like dug up all these photos of him whenever he was trying to be a drag queen and he wanted to be Miss Gay Rio de Janeiro and he was performing drag, which he denied. And then later, once more people were like, no, like I'm this person. I've known you my whole life. Like I know that you did this. He then said he he said that he did do drag and he said, sue me for having a life. <laughs> sue him or sue Kitara Ravash. <laughs> Also, the worst drag name of all time. I mean, girl, Horrible. you lied about everything else. You, you could invent a whole life for yourself, and you couldn't find one decent drag name? Like, come on, George. Sanders. One pun. Yeah. I think yeah. that way about all gay Republicans. I don't actually think that gay Republicans are Republicans. I think they're just bad at being gay, so they think they're Republicans. Like, it wasn't even the name he picked. It was just how he looked, that boa. It was just, yes. it was not even a Halloween costume. I mean, Fifi O'Hara would have told her to go back to Party City where she was <laughs> conceived i mean because it's not cute have you seen the performance by the drag queen meatball that has been going around tiktok (gasps) yes oh my god it's so genius and she comes out dressed as george santos the man and and she bears a a resemblance so it kind of looks like him and comes out and it's doing kesha's this is me song and as the song goes on and on, she strips off more. And under her suit is the Kitara Revanche red like dress the red, with that the like boa. red. Yeah, yeah, and like turns into Chris, you go. I want to be. Oh my god! I, I want to be on the phone with you, Chris, when you watch it because it is truly the best piece of video of the year thus far. I know it's only yeah. March, but it is literally. And also it, it is so br- the whole thing is so brilliant, but I also was annoyed because we have known this queen really for what four months and already his boy and girl looks are like trademark, iconic, recognizable yeah, like, silhouettes. Yeah, like bringing down the, bringing down the house. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like just like, like show stopping number whenever you're being George Santos and drag. There are local queens that work for decades trying to get on RuPaul's Drag Race, trying to find a following. This bitch has been in the spotlight for 30 seconds, and we already know her drag. I mean, it's unbelievable. As a boy and a girl. Local drag queens. What about local politicians? Like, I don't even know who my congressman is, but I know who fucking George Santos is. 
Like, I can't tell you both senators from New York, but I know about George Santos's drag career. Wait, I was I was thinking about this. I was like, it's so funny because I feel like it's like there's 10 politicians that are just in the news every day. And there's like literally hundreds of them that we don't even know exist. No. Like, right? No idea. No, they would pay for this sort of exposure. The New York Times obtained his resume from like a million years ago, and he put on his resume that he was uh, featured on the Disney Channel shows Hannah Montana and The Sweet Life of Zack and Cody, <laughs> as well as a movie with Uma Thurman titled The Invasion, which doesn't exist. <laughs> you know, if you tell lies about things, the Holocaust, your sexuality, uh, mass shootings, that's fine. Don't bring Uma Thurman into this, you <laughs> son of a bitch. Dare and you. That- and like IMDb, like go on IMDb for two seconds and you can you you can verify that the invasion with Uma Thurman doesn't exist. The invasion with Uma Thurman does exist. It is a screenplay that George Santos himself wrote and thinks that Uma Thurman <laughs> should star in it. And it has somehow become like an actual event. Like he was like, oh, I once had an idea for a movie with Uma Thurman. Oh, I started it. Yeah, put on the resume. <laughs> Right, I'm gonna throw up. <laughs> no, but like, he's just trying to push that screenplay out there. He's like, got him. <laughs> okay, do we pitch? What do we do? What do you want to do? Yes, Should we talk I'm about ready. it more? Let's hear pitches. Okay, here's my pitch. I usually talk like they're there, and Dom doesn't. So that's so our styles are different, Brian. So be ready. I see you're bitter about it. All right, I'm ready. Okay. No, no, no. Like we just like have different. Company. We have we have different pitching styles. That's all. Okay, George. Listen, we're in a crisis. This is bad. You're all over the place. You don't know what to say. You're saying about the Hulk. You're saying all these things. This is what I need you to do. You are going to go on like Anderson Cooper or like not watch what happens live because that's too gay, but some reputable source, maybe a sit down interview with Oprah, and you are going to spill the beans. You're going to say everything that is correct. You are going to tell your story as the truth. You're going to admit to everything. You're going to admit to all of the lies. And then the next thing that you're going to do is that you are going to, when you do this interview, already have this in your back pocket, have every single lie that's anywhere like this that any politician in the last 10 years has had. And you are going to parade every single one of those things out in that interview and point the finger at every other politician that has ever lied about anything like this. And what you are going to say at the end of this interview is that you are going to say, American politics is a scam. It is literally a liar's game. And that literally you, no one gave two shits until it was like a fun, um, scandalous story that you lied about all these things. Everyone took everything at face value. No one vetted you. No one cared. All that they wanted to do was see that they had a gay, they could say, oh, we have a gay Republican, so we can't be homophobic because he's gay. And he likes us, so why can't all the rest of you? And that is like, that fucked everyone's day up because now they look stupid and you need to literally just like make a joke of this entire Congress, everything. This whole thing is just such a joke because no one even remotely Googled who you were or looked into your background or did anything. And you need to now then become your platform needs to be like vet politicians. And you would get so many on both sides, in my opinion, so many votes from so many people that are sick of just like how the Republican party is right now or how the democratic party is right now. And he could like Donald Trump his way right into the freaking white house that way. Wow. That's my pitch. That's a good one. That's very, you know, yours are always so 
reasonable and mine are always such trash but <laughs> your idea no 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 it's a good idea it's very um catch me if you can the plot the, yeah. the, the yes. plot of the true story it's you know using the sins to identify the other sinners that's very I would suggest, though, instead of Anderson Cooper, that he does go on and watch What Happens Live, if only because I want him and Andy Cohen to do a whole interview where all they say is, girl. And it's like, girl. And he's like, girl. And he's like, girl. He's like, girl. Yeah. And it's just like that for 30 minutes. And we're like, oh, cleared up. Got it. Understood. Straight people, sorry. But we got it. So enjoy. You know, and it's like, and it's like subtitles, like with like, <laughs> like speaks in yeah. gay, and then it's like colon, like whatever, it, whatever it is. <laughs> yes, <laughs> girl, girl, all the impressions <laughs> of girl. <laughs> Wait, that's so fucking funny. <laughs> um, he, I don't. I guess this is the the beginning of my pitch. He doesn't want to go away. So in order to make him palatable, like if we're going to spend our money and our, our eyeballs on him, he's going to have to get, he's going to have to get in on the joke. I don't think he's going to correct it, but we have to go. If you want loyalty in someone, you want it from the queer community. And the only place he's ever going to be able to do that is on uh, it's two prong. First, he's got to go on RuPaul's Drag Race. And it's got to be a whole Santos episode, which is going to be a combination of a, the roast episode, the roasting of George Santos, where we just let it all out. And then he's, we're going to have to do the George Santos unauthorized rusical on the, at the end of that episode. And they're all going to have to sort of participate in this. And in that lighter format, George is going to have to finally reveal in the comfort of his own community what which is real and which is not. And I know this sounds like a trash idea, but really, if we want to dive deep, anyone who's lying that much, it's got to be associated with his gender identity or his sexuality, because we all went through a period as kids or before we came out, at least everyone my age did where we became professional liars and he just didn't grow out of it, whatever he went through. So he's going to need the help of the queer community because uh, he's not going to find it outside because no matter, you know, he, he might be a great diversity hire for Republicans, but the moment <laughs> he's gone from this job, I don't think he's getting a Fox news thing no. or a C a CPAC's uh a speaking engagement, they're gonna be done with him. Like they always are with gay people, which is why many gay Republicans eventually come back, you know, they become purple or blue because there is no actual room for you over there, particularly at the federal level. And then once he's done ingratiating himself, it is time to just become a full camp classic. I mean, Richard Simmons has gone into retirement. That sort of insane energy is missing in pop culture. And George Santos is here to fucking fill it. At last count, there are 15 lies that he's told. That is a Netflix series called The 15 Lies of George Santos, where they are sort of reenacted and recreated every week. And then he appears in the end in a smoking jacket and with a pipe, or maybe it's Kitara Rivash who does sort of the Springer's Corner at the end and reveals how much of the previous episode was true and how much it wasn't. 
you said roast and like, oh my God, like that is such a key to him getting out of this is like letting people just be like making fun of his mom dying in the World Trade Center, like in like some horrible off color joke like that, like just dissipates like all or like making weird Holocaust jokes about his grandparents that don't exist or whatever. Like, dude, like they weren't there. Like, I don't know. I don't I'm not even gonna try to be a comedian, but like like that all those horrible things that he said that are awful that like how fucking dare you say this the minute it turns into a roast it then becomes like funny and like people forget everything whenever you do a roast you know what i mean it's like it all comes out absolutely like that is a genius idea genius i yeah i have to say um after hearing your pitches and i you know thought about this before getting on the show and i think that Chris's pitch is genius in that it exposes the whole system for what it is. And uh, I mean, and I think that we really need that. However, what I'm afraid of is it would work too well and he would end up getting reelected because then people are like, oh, we can actually trust George Santos. Oh, wow. And the, but the other problem with Chris's pitch is it assumes that you can get George Santos to stop lying. And I don't think that is ever going to happen. Like, I think she's just going to lie herself into the grave. Like this is just how her like fucked up brain works. And so Mm -hmm. I was thinking more along the lines of Dominic's pitch, but the model I was thinking of was Anthony Scaramucci. Have you followed up on his post white house career? No, not tell not me everything. closely. Okay, so Scaramucci, like you know, was famous for being working in the White House for like seventy-four hours or whatever it was, like two days, and then like took that, turned against Trump, and is now like, uh, and then he was on Celebrity Big Brother. He's on that like Special Forces SAS show, like whatever, and so he's like taking as as Dominic suggested, a reality television-based approach. And that was kind of my thought, too, is that, okay, this guy's going to lose his job. We know he ain't got no money. So if I was an agent at CAA, what would I tell George Santos? And here's what I would tell him. A, book. Doesn't matter if it's real or not. Fucking tell the story, girl. Say it's a novel. Who gives a shit? Two, reality TV shows, fucking Celebrity Big Brother, RuPaul's Drag Race Celebrity, Dancing with the Stars, like anyone that is going to pay you to show up, fucking show up and cash that check until you are at Tan Mom. Fucking get on Cameo, like Cameo the <laughs> shit out of that. Like who doesn't want George oh, Santos to I Cameo him now. Exactly. I mean, fucking those people make a lot of money off that Cameo. That's brilliant. Yeah. So that, in all serious, so, he, he, I think just doing cameo would be enough for him to live for, to sustain sustain his, for life the rest of his life. You know, this happens a lot more in the UK because they have a lot of more quote unquote celebrity based reality shows, but you get these kind of like figures who were politicians who are now just famous people. And I think that that's like kind of his path forward is just being a famous person who is awful at, you know, at being a politician. I mean, season two of The Traitors with George fucking Santos? George Santos on the mole? <laughs> Beyond. Come on. Beyond. 
<laughs> no, it's Brian. That's genius, genius, genius report. Like, oh, like, I'm, I'm, I'm verklempt over that. That's amazing. <laughs> um, you know where it all started? Gay liar Ray Cohen. That's where it all fucking started. Roy Cohen. Yeah. It's yeah. all our fault. Yep. It's all yep. our fault. Oh, I hate when the gays are bad for humanity. Usually I want like, I yeah, like Jeffrey Dahmer. Oh no, strike him from the record. Strike him from the record. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> so bad. Um, it's true though. It's true. What do you think is Donald Trump's go-to Mickey D's order? Oh, that's a good, that's a good, I don't know. And also what is yours? Mine is a um, a quarter pounder with cheese. Um, we usually get I usually get a McChicken, a spicy McChicken, and then I also get like a six piece nugget, and me and my boyfriend split it. I love the McChicken. I I don't eat any of the quote unquote meat there, not for any sort of reason, but I've just moved over to the chicken and fish areas over the years. I love the fillet of fish, which I believe calorically is the most damaging yeah. item <laughs> at mcdonald's yeah, like, like to um, like buy a mile like you know you're not even like <laughs> given that i'm gonna say that trump eats the filet of fish just get, by those criteria alone what is your i don't want buying? you to be embarrassed next time you go into mcdonald's so i'm gonna tell you the correct way to pronounce it is actually fellatio fish it's it's a fellatio fish <laughs> And so when you get up to the register next time you're McDonald's, say, I would like a fellatio fish, please. And they'll be like, great. Um, I am a quarter pounder meal uh, size large, Mm. but I live in England. And in England, we still have deep fried apple pies, motherfucker. And so I get two of those bad boys. And they're delicious. Sometimes I go and I just order apple pies and then I go home. They're so good. That's They're beautiful. so good. <sighs> You're a piece yeah. of trash. That's like, I'm, <laughs> I'm so jealous of you. <laughs> okay, so it seems that Dom Dominic wins, right? Dom wins your, the pitch. Yeah, I think Dom wins the pitch. But I mean, neck and neck. Neck and neck. My first win. Yeah, good job, Dom. Eat We're it. one and one. We're tied up. Um, That's true. What do we think is next for George Santos? And then we'll... And then we'll Say goodbye. I mean, in a word, jail. (laughs) (laughs) He is. (laughs) There is like four to five investigations like right now, like truly right now, like multiple, like one from the FBI, one from this person, one for like every like basically every law enforcement agency that is able to press charges against him is like actively trying to do so. So I do think that you're right. I think it is jail. But he'll stay out of it because, you know, the the school that you want him to teach about how to stay out of all that in a, in a strange way, Donald Trump is already <laughs> no aside from Trump University jokes. He's sort of running that school publicly now. I mean, yeah. there are hundreds yeah. of, of lawsuits against him, criminal, civil, and he's skating, you know, and George yeah. is sort of, you know, like everything that that whole school is doing, he's doing. He's he's following suit. He's not going to serve. He's going to get out of it. He, he's going to get out of everything. It's just where does he work next? Yeah, you're probably not wrong. But like Celebrity Big Brother, I'm sorry. Yeah. 
a star, the, like girl. a starlet, a starlet on the rise. If he gets himself on reality TV, you are so right, Brian. That's good. Yeah. That's That's a great idea. Or maybe I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here because that's even like a better sort of like, I would want to see him. Absolutely. Like be tortured. Yeah. Remember when Mike White went on survivor? Like he could do that. And they'd be, and he'd be like, my name's like George. Like his name, my name is like, Jose, and they'd be like, "Aren't you George Sands?" You know what I mean? Like they all think it's him, but they don't know. Like that would be hilarious. He's like, "No, I'm Qatar Revanche." <laughs> Throws his boa over his shoulder. <laughs> that boa too. He's never yeah. gonna live that down because it wasn't even no. a real boa. It was like, it was, it was like that tinsel that I look at when I unpack my my Christmas decorations every year, and I look at it, and I'm like. I'm never putting you on the tree, but I'll put you back in storage. He wore that. He wore that thin piece of shit and was photographed in it. Bad gay. He's not a Republican. He's just a bad gay. If you ever go to Fire Island and you look underneath the bed you're staying in, you will find that exact boa is there under every bed in Fire Island. <laughs> it's probably that. Probably that very one. Yeah. No, it, like, it, yeah. It just one. moves around the island. <laughs> <laughs> It has like eyes. It's like going, it's like a snake. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Okay. Well, I think we fixed it. Um, You know, he's fixed. You're welcome, George. You're welcome, George Santos. Um, So Dominic is going to send this to his representation and as a pitch, and we're going to see if, you know, he takes it. So Brian, we might be, you know, causing him to just rise and rise and rise. Wait. So if he accepts this, this pitch, are we going to have to produce all these, I don't know if socially if we I have survived that. I don't know. You're right. I never thought about that before. We might be like signing ourselves up for cancellation. Because he's the one. He, he's the one that will actually accept the pitch. He'll t- he's yeah. going to take these seriously. The, the thing with George Santos, he lied about a bunch of shit and, and maybe did some campaign finance nonsense. But like they mostly seem to be victimless crimes except for stealing Amish people's puppies. <laughs> but um, yeah, so I feel like, you know, he could very easily be rehabilitated in that way where you're like, oh, okay, you did all this shit wrong, but I mean, you didn't kill anybody. So, right. you know, not so bad. Well, it's like inventing no. Anna. Like, it's like, we all yeah. love Anna Sorkin now because it's like, she's now become like fun and like, it's like funny. Like he has the ability to do that. Maybe not the Holocaust stuff and the 9-11 stuff, but if he can get people to forget about that, he like has the road to do that, to do right. be it. He, did, he no, didn't murder did. anybody. He just lied about his grandparents escaping genocide, about his mother being murdered in a terrorist attack, and about his employees being murdered. <laughs> okay, maybe it was worse than I thought. Maybe no, it was worse than I thought. It's so bad. It's so no, it's so but bad. that fucking rusical is gonna it's gonna be entertaining. It doesn't matter. No, but that's the um, saddest part is that it doesn't matter anymore. It doesn't matter. I'm gonna say what may be the most controversial thing of this whole episode. Are you ready? Ooh. Uh-oh. I hate Amazing the rusical. Hate it. Cancel the rusical. <gasps> I don't like it either. Not with the George Santos one. The no George comment. Santos one is a good idea, but I just mean cancel the rusical in general. In fact, cancel every challenge on RuPaul's Drag Race except for Snatch Game. And I don't know. Think of some new fucking challenges. How about that, RuPaul's Drag Race producers? <laughs> Slam. I, I like the, the sort of like familiarity, like, oh, this is a the Rusical or the Snatch Game. Like, I think that's good. There is something about the Rusicals where it just, it always seems like a good idea until you watch 
the final product. I, I need a BuzzFeed article or a Vulture article ranking them um, best to worst or worst to best, because I feel like there are some that were genuinely entertaining. And then there are others that are an absolute head scratcher. Like how did this one, happen? One of them is always like, gets the shaft like they, one of them always has like the worst role and then they're like never gonna win it because they're like my role i did two things and like everyone like this person was like sandy in greece and i was like rizzo's like friend like i was like <laughs> a teen angel that like t- farted on stage and then left you know what i mean mm-hmm. like it's like one of them is always like well i was never gonna win this anyway it's always like weird i don't know whenever you see the queens beforehand when they're dividing up the roles there's always someone who's like i'm really struggling i need to stand out like this is not the challenge where you no, want to no. stand out at all <laughs> no, like no. rusical is an actual murderer of gay people like you do yeah. not <laughs> want you, you want you want to be the potted plant and then just say you're safe sweat it out and then go to the back of the stage like the rusical yeah. will like- end careers that's like the queens who it's the design challenge because we literally know every single challenge because they're the same every single season, but they go into the design challenge and be like, the judges want to see something different. So this is my time to show them. No, bitch, it is not. You just need to survive this fucking week and then show them something else. Like, no, 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 no. Like, this is not the time. <laughs> Did we do one this season yet? Of the, the, There hasn't been one, right? Not of this season. Also, Dom, don't say we. <laughs> I went we as a community. You're talking like how guy like when guy like straight men like talk about football. I'm like, the yeah, George we really Santos didn't, of We this really podcast. didn't get out there. We really didn't get out there. I'm lying about <laughs> I, I starred in this year's Rusical. Don't ask me about it again. There's no footage of it. Brian, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on all social media platforms at Brian J. Moylan. I am on Grinder under mustache rides. And um, you can find me on Vulture pretty much every day recapping some bullshit, usually a Housewives or something on Bravo. So, yeah. Thank you so much for being here. Seriously, it's been so great. Dom, where can people find you? You can find me at my website, which is domintary.com or go to that link tree thing. I think I'm under there as Dominic Pupa and it's, well, which is my name. So that's why I would be listed as that. (laughs) Thank you. You guys can find me at the Crystal Rosa and obviously please rate and review the show, um, write a review and let us know who you guys want us to fix. And um, thanks for listening to an- another episode and see you guys next time. And where's Shelly? Goodbye. Goodbye.